1: This is Omar Ahmed for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast It's Fight Day in the Capital at the O2. I'm joined by Ben Davison, obviously part of uh, Team Fabio Wardley now, established member of Team Wardley. Um, just talk to me about his progression that you've seen at the gym and, uh, yeah, of course, about his fight tonight with uh, Michael Coffey.
2: Yeah, Fabio's a very dedicated athlete. Um, very nice guy as well. Pleasure to work with him and Rob. Um, yeah, he's committed uh, studious kind of guy, so you know I I, I enjoy working with him, and uh, you know I believe he's he's forever developing. Michael Coffey tonight, um, dangerous guy can can obviously punch, um, but I believe that Fabio's skill set should be a difference there. Um, he's coming in shape. Um, I didn't expect him to come in in in, in the shape that he's coming at. Um, so yeah, you know, look, heavyweight boxing, so you know anything can happen but I believe that Fabio's got a plan um, and as I said he's, he's a dedicated guy, he's, he's a good listener and um, I believe that Fabio will go out there and execute what he needs to execute to come out with a win. On, on a, a fantastic opportunity for him as well on, on the co-main for this Anthony Joshua card, not co-main, sorry chief support for this Anthony Joshua card.
1: Yeah, Definitely a big occasion for him, the O2 will be packed when he gets in the ring tonight. Um, Looking back at that fight with Nathan Gorman, I mean, that was a 50-50 going into it. If not, a lot of people were actually picking Nathan Gorman to win that fight. Um, Is that what you expected, though, for Fabio to get that job done in emphatic
2: fashion? Is that what you guys were were envisioning? Yeah, like, Fabio's a a dangerous puncher. Um, So I did expect the fight to potentially go that way. I mean, it was a little bit more a little bit scrappier than what I would have liked it to have been in an ideal world um, but uh you know it was, it was it was a great win great win for Fabio great great win for Rob as well um british champion against a, a quality fighter in Nathan Goldman um and as i say he's he's an always developing fighter and uh, he's doing a great job rob's doing a great job and he's developing along very very nicely Of course, Rob
1: and Fabio have this uh, long relationship that goes way back and um, they know each other uh, very well and he's developed uh, Fabio uh, in recent years. As I said, you've joined the team. What do you feel like you've added to Fabio? Something hopefully you have done. Uh, What do you feel like you've added to um, Fabio's Arsenal, if you like?
2: Um, I would probably say just more than anything, I I give him drills what I think he needs to work on, or scenarios that I think will occur in the fight, and him and Rob will go away and, and, and continually practice those. Um, as the fights get bigger and bigger, the more he's coming into the gym. Um, but, you know, I work with Rob, and, and Rob obviously is, is Fabio's coach. Um, so, you know, I, I help him put together a game plan, and, uh, and some drills and like I say they go away and they work on those things and um, Fabio executes on the night Yeah he
1: fights uh, Michael Coffey tonight what do you expect um, from Coffey I'll be honest I haven't seen a great deal of him um, I know he's had one sort of um, you know step up in America I think it was his last fight uh, on television but yeah what are you
2: expecting him to present tonight for Fabio Yeah he's, he's, he's... He's a dangerous guy. He beat a guy called Domani Rock, who was, I think, a youth youth uh, amateur world champion. He was supposed to be a, a top prospect. He beat um, Domani Rock. Lost twice to Jonathan Rice, um, who always gives everyone a bit of a hard night. Um, he's, he's a versatile guy. He's, he can box orthodox, he can box southpaw, big unit. He can punch, he plays his jab and his hook off of each other well um, and plays his left hand to the body and upstairs off of each other well when he's southpaw. So um, yeah, there's lots of things that, that we've had to cover in a short amount of time. But uh, you know, there's certain, certain elements to his game that I believe Fabio can, can exploit and that's what what he'll be looking to do.
1: Fabio seems like a very level-headed guy, composed, calm sort of character. He's got the whole country calling him out at the moment. Uh, Fraser Clark, David Adelaide, which, you know, these guys have to do because he's the British title holder. So he's got a target on his back. Um, Yeah. What have you made of the call outs from both Fraser and David and potentially those matchups in the future for Fabio?
2: Yeah, I haven't looked too much into it, to be honest. Um, But like you say, that's what they're supposed to do. Fabio's British champion on a great run. 15-0 15-0 with 14 knockouts. Um, he's been tested along the way as well with some other prospects and some tough fights that he wasn't expected to win. He's come through in great fashion. He's now chief support on an Anthony Joshua card. So, you know, he's flying at the moment. So, like you say, that's what these guys are supposed to do. And what do you think about those potential matchups with David and Fraser? Like I said, I haven't looked into it too much. Fraser and Fabio sparred at my gym. Um, it was a good spa. Um, it was a good spar, But, as well, you know, 10-ounce gloves, it's a different ball game. So I haven't had a proper look at it, focus obviously in terms of Fabio, the focus is on Michael Coffey for, for tonight. So
1: all the best to Team Wardley tonight. See, top of the bill, Anthony Joshua returns. Um Excited to see him back in action tonight. And what sort of test
2: do you think Jermaine Franklin will present? Um, I think it depends how Anthony Joshua goes about it. He can he can make himself tricky, um, Franklin. He'll probably have a speed advantage. He um, looks like he's come in light. I, I haven't checked to see if he's come in lighter than £20
1: yes. pounds lighter than Dylan White.
2: Yeah, so, you know, my biggest thing for Anthony Joshua is he's an explosive athlete. I think that... I think that... So, I don't want to go off on a tangent here, but Anthony Joshua is... Uh, He's a he's a student of the game, and I think that sometimes he's took himself away from. So his foundations is the fact is he, his athletic capabilities is He's an explosive athlete, a powerful guy, and I think that that is his foundations. And he's he what he's looked to do is branch off from that. To develop other areas of his game. Which is perfect. Ideal. As a coach. That's what you want. Sometimes I think. Where he. He gets so. Indulged. Into. A coach's philosophy. I don't know this for a fact. But this is. From the outside. What it looks like to me. He gets so. Indulged in a coach's philosophy. Or beliefs. Or. That. It's almost like. Oh. This is the way. Not. That that's the way. Whereas. Rather than. Working and layering on top of his already foundations he's already got. So I don't think it's a case of, I oh, he needs to box how he boxed against Ruiz a second time, or he needs to box how he boxed when he was coming up, when he beat Klitschko. It's developing his game for... I think I've got a delivery coming here mate sorry so I wouldn't say that he has to completely change his style it's layering adding on top of what what his foundations are and I think that that's maybe where he's been caught in an issue of losing sight of what he is or who he is his identity as a fighter so it'll be interesting to see how he goes about it on Saturday tonight tonight sorry (laughs) Um, I think, again, it's not so much of a case of... What's the word I'm looking for? Completely completely changing what it is that, that he's known for and what he does. My, I'm going on about this because my worry is that he stands and waits too long. If he's standing in front of Franklin and he's waiting too long... Franklin may be able to cause some issues again with a speed advantage. He's got good punch anticipation, Franklin. Um, he's got good timing on his jab and his jab to the body. So I think it's important that Anthony Joshua keeps Franklin under threat in between his his attacks um, and putting his punches together. I think that's key. I'm not standing up and waiting too long. So... I'm excited for, for his comeback. I think he's, he's great for the sport. Um, Two time unified heavyweight champion of the world, phenomenal achievements. And uh, I'm hoping that it's a, it's a spectacular performance and, and he can get Franklin out of there and then, you know, hopefully call out Tyson or whatever.
1: Ben, having said what you just said there about Anthony, do you think in his own mind, perhaps over the last few years, he's been a bit lost about? What maybe his best attributes are, and how he should fight. Do you think he's been lost about that?
2: Yes, I don't know if he's lost, but that—that that was. I, I did. I didn't want to go off on a tangent, but I did a little bit there. If I'm being honest, um, so I think that he get again. He gets so indulged and believes so much in what he's being taught. There's not much room for nuance. Oh, actually, so in this moment, it's okay for me to, for example, just so people understand what I'm talking about. I feel like in the Usyk first fight people would say he he tried to box with Usyk too much. Probably tried to play the lead hand game a little bit too much with Usyk. Then I felt like in the second fight, it was almost like he was told, no, do not engage in the lead hand with him. Time and a place. You know, certain scenarios. Um, again, not playing that lead hand game for too long without a change of pace, without something to claw the initiative, without something to keep Usyk under threat. Um... So, I think, again, it's, 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 it's small details, isn't it? But not going away from... Has he got that... What you're basically, so I think, I'm talking... Is is he's that, going from but, one extreme to the other, I feel like. Right, okay. And he needs to find the mutual ground. So, I'm hoping he's found the mutual ground here of, OK, I can't just constantly keep throwing maximum power, maximum velocity, and throw that with maximum volume. It's, it, it's not possible. You can't do that. But then also in the other extreme, where I'm going to completely base myself off of volume and be less explosive, not put my hands together as much with as much velocity. I think it's a case of time and a place. And in the moments that I'm not letting my hands go in maximum velocity with full power and being explosive, how can I keep the opponent under threat? So, yeah, you know, it's hard for me to explain sitting here on camera, but in detail and reality is that that's what those type of the best fighters with those physical attributes that's what they do do you think he's versatile enough to do that yeah but 100% like on his way, like he, you've seen him box a few different ways now against Pulev, against uh, Ruiz ruiz second time uh, we saw him on his on his way coming up he was that raw explosive looking to take everybody out with every single shot he was that guy so but as you go up in levels um, fights get longer, people get more durable ask more questions back other areas of your game you need to develop so I think it's my whole point and what I'm trying to make here is that I don't think he needs to completely go away from what he was doing it's a case of understanding when to make certain adjustments when to, and, and layer in your game when to add a little bit more of what he done against Pulev and Ruiz and when to go have moments like what he did earlier on in his career, being that explosive, big athlete, powerful guy that he is.
1: When you've talked about uh, Tyson Fury in the past, you've always mentioned his versatility and Mm. is is that where he's perhaps on a different level to other heavyweights in terms of his management at certain moments? With different fighters in the ring, is he is he got a different level of IQ, Tyson? So my, thing, so my
2: so my thing is this: Tyson worked with a lot of coaches as he was coming up. He's changed coaches as well, uh, higher up level, but he worked with a number of coaches on his way up. The fights are not, you know, on the way up. He's he's fighting against guys that he can try things against. He can work on things. Um, he can practice things. Joshua's worked with a number of coaches now at a high level, which you're not really in a position boxing these guys to, I'm going to try. You can't go in there against Usyk and say, I'm going to try to do a little bit of this. I'll see if that works now, you know. It's a lot harder developing your game and your craft and learning on the job at that level. Um, should they have been slower with him then, Anthony? I'm they? not saying they should have been slower with him. I just think, I don't know, you know. I don't know, I, th- I just think it's a case of, you know, I did say it in this period when people were saying who should he fight next and that I thought that, uh, I believe that now is a great opportunity for him to have a couple of fights where he can box at maybe a little bit of a lower level, like a Jermaine Franklin, mm-hmm. and he's in a position where he can try things. Um, but I would say that that's where Tyson's had the advantage in a sense of, that's where he's learned his versatility, he's boxed full fights at Southport, he's... he's pressed guys box guys up close inside he's box guys at distance and that's where he really learned his craft and learned his game i do think joshua's moved quite quickly i'm not saying what that was wrong you know look at the job that the promotional job that he's done and where he's got to he's been absolutely phenomenal so no one's made a mistake there i would just say that i think that at the time where joshua's eyes got opened in a sense of Different styles of boxing, or different areas of boxing, or different scenarios and styles and approaches, and it was at a point in his career he's he already unified heavyweight champion of the world. You know, so um, yeah, I think that he's in a position now where against Jermaine Franklin tonight he can. It, it, I imagine that he will have some adjustments to his style, and you know, we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. I think that I think that he'll certainly win tonight, and I, I just hope this it's in emphatic fashion, if I'm being honest.
1: No, you said there, perhaps it would be um, a good idea to have a couple of fights at this level, Jermaine Franklin's level, etc. But this is a business, uh, the public are going to demand big fights, especially if he looks good tonight. Um, and Eddie has talked about, you know, for Anthony, he wants Fury, Wilder, even Joe Joyce. Um, maybe can you give me a quick breakdown of... At this point, each fight, so Fury, Wilder, Joyce, how Anthony fares in your opinion?
2: I don't know, like, because I don't know how he's going to look and what approach he's going to take tonight. So I'd have to have a look at that. But I think a key thing against somebody like Joe Joyce, you know, very, very durable. Again, someone that's explosive. Typically an explosive-based athlete isn't going to have the same tank. As somebody like a Joe Joyce, Joe Joyce isn't as explosive, doesn't really load up, very efficient.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Almost, but can just keep going and going and going. So you'd have to be efficient in that fight. Positioning would be important in that fight. Being able to control the tempo would be important in that fight. Um, I know people would say, oh, Joshua just let his hands go. He's going to hit Joe. But what if Joe doesn't go? And mm-hmm. He hasn't so far. Four, five, six, seven, eight, <laughs> nine rounds in. And he's still there, yeah. still chipping away. So you'd have to be efficient in that fight. Deontay Wilder. Look, he's a risk for everybody, he always has been, always will be. Um again, another explosive athlete. I always remember the the biggest thing that shocked me being being in the corner against Deontay Wilder was the speed more than anything. Um and Tyson, very versatile. Again, Tyson don't know how he'd approach the fight. So um yeah. We first and foremost looking forward to seeing how, how Joshua approaches the fight against Franklin. Ben, just talking about
1: uh, Deontay and Tyson, I know we have spoke about this before in terms of they shared an incredible trilogy and it'd be nice to see one day a bit like uh, Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield where they're on chat shows in America and they're, they're quite friendly, etc. They had that moment in Saudi Arabia a few weeks ago where there was a lot of respect. Have you, I don't know if you've seen Deontay's comments seen me, yeah. labelling Tyson a cheater again.
2: Yeah, I don't know. Look, it's... I mean, I'm sure at some point they will get to to that point where they can they can they can be friends or be civil, and uh, you know I suppose Deontay Wilder maybe still not over what happened, and um, look he's still a live fighter, he's still fighting right now, so I think that it's hard for a fighter to accept I got beat by the better man while they're still in the midst midst of their career. I think that he would want... or the people around him, you would want... you need a fighter to still have that invincibility about them, that belief about them. So, again, I think that the scenario may be different when when the careers are over.
1: What do you make up? I know they've been for, uh, together for a while now, uh, Deontay, Malik, Scott, but do you like that partnership?
2: Yeah, I think Malik's a good coach. I, I think they've got a great relationship as well. So... Um, I think we've only, we've not seen much, I mean, we had the Tyson fight, didn't we, the, the last fight with Tyson and... Um, One round with Ben Yeah, so yeah. we haven't seen much of it, but um, I'm sure we will do moving forward.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of Tyson Fury as well, obviously the news at the moment um, was about the collapse of the Undisputed fight, which was a, a great shame for boxing fans. Um, you've been in the business for a while now, Ben. What do you make of all the events that unfolded over the last couple of
2: weeks? I don't really know what happened. um, Back and forth on social media and that. I don't really know. Um, I think they probably needed to stay behind closed doors. It seems like he said, she said always seems to be the breakdown of um, fights and social media rubbish. Um, But at the same time, social media is what's used to build a fight as well. So, yeah, it's a fine line, but... It's a, it's a shame. I do think that the public would be a lot more accepting of that fight falling through if we saw a Fury AJ you know, at the end of the year, or this year at least, at some point. I think there'd be a lot more accepting. However, I think the public wouldn't be accepting of Fury going off on boxing, Andy Ruiz and Usyk going and boxing, Dubois. or Hergovich. I think Dubois injured him. I think so. No, they've
1: wrote to the WBO, and so he's ready to go. Dubois. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Well, yeah. Either way, like whoever. I I think that they wouldn't be. The public wouldn't be as accepting if we didn't get to see one of those. Two of the three or four titans clash. Anyway.
1: What about the fight itself, Tyson? Uh, when talking about it, you know, the main focus point was Usyk's size or lack of it. Um, you know, he kept calling him middleweight, etc. Obviously, that's the mind games from Tyson. But, you know, speaking to him, he, he was very confident in that, extremely confident in that fight um, due to the size difference. Um, how much of a factor would that have played? Maybe they do fight in the future. How much of a factor would that play? And would you fancy Tyson to, to beat Alexander Usyk
2: Yeah, I do fancy Tyson to win the fight, but size, the size factor would have an impact depending on how Tyson approached the fight. I think that if Tyson tried to play the lead lead hand game with, with Usyk too much and stood off him, I think that Tyson would end up getting pushed back. I think that Usyk would, would mix up his left hand to the head and body and that would push Tyson back, I believe. I think that if Tyson was more aggressive, um, pushing Usyk back and did eventually glove up and, and, and step two and press Usyk, his size would end up being a factor in the fight. And I think it would end up being the factor of the fight. Um... So I do. I, I think the, the approach for Tyson is very important. Um, and I think, again, both ways. I think if Tyson is getting pushed back, the size factor will be a disadvantage. I think if he's pushing Usyk back, the size advantage will be will become an advantage.
1: Ben, last one before we come on to your stable of fighters and, and current things. Now, I will have to ask you, obviously, I remember during the Otto Wallin fight, I think, you know, the day after, um, when you were still with Tyson, uh, his dad, John Fury, did have an outburst on BT um, and, and made some comments about yourself. Um, he has made some comments about Sugar Hill this week mm-hmm. and has said, essentially, that Sugar should leave um, and not train Tyson anymore. What do you make of his comments, John Fury's?
2: He's a passionate dad, isn't he? And he loves his son. And, um, you know, I think I'll get on with John. You know i get on with john whenever i see john we have a chat i get on with the whole family and um i think that him not being able to be there with tyson made it tough and and you know he's a passionate guy john i think that you saw that in his outburst that he had um but i do I, you know since then I, I do i speak and get on with john so And again, you know, he's passionate about his son. I I don't know the ins and outs of what's been said and what's happened. And I know um, Sugar made a comment. I haven't seen it to say, oh, maybe it was in this, you know, maybe it was done in a bit of a... I can't comment on how... Deliveroo's here. Let me come back to it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, John's a passionate guy. I haven't seen what was said by Sugar or... um, how it was said or whatever to, to make a comment on it, but as I said, John's a passionate guy, he's an outspoken guy, and um, you know I'm am sure it'll all be fine. Okay, uh, coming on to your
1: stable, the Maverick, uh, Shabazz Masood. Haven't heard anything on him in a while, so what's the latest with him?
2: Yeah, Shabazz had some things going on outside the ring in his personal life, um, but he's uh, he's in Ramadan at the minute. And, yeah, we've got some things floating about. Hopefully some news on Shabazz soon. You know, phenomenal fighter, uh, future world champion for sure. Very confident in that. And, um, yeah, ho- again, hopefully some news soon on on where, where his career will be going next.
1: Okay, we look forward to it. Young Royston?
2: Yeah, Royston, you know, has been given some fantastic opportunities. Frank Warren's doing a great job with him on some great cards and some great slots on those cards as well. And Royston's been delivering, you know. I think it's three first-round stoppages in a row now. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's working hard. He's getting in some great rounds with Joe Caldina at the minute, which is fantastic experience for him. Royston, obviously, being a southpaw and Joe boxing against uh, Rakimov and, and them being the same weight. So that's a great experience for Royston at the minute. And he's soaking it all up um, as much as he can during Joe's preparation.
1: How does he handle that? Obviously, I know Joe's quite young himself, but... He's been a world champion, looking to become a two-time world champion. Royston's a baby in this game. How how is he in those moments when he's sparring? You know, elite guys like Joe Gordino?
2: Yeah, look, he's he's a very confident young lad, and uh, you know, Joe's an absolute gentleman as well. Like, you know, he he'll he'll push Royston. He'll push him for sure. But you know, Oh, oh fucking that? Hell. Hello, hiya. Ah. No, you're okay.
1: if you receive cleaning, everything is fine. Yes, all good, thank you. Thank you, sorry for bother. Yeah, you're about Royston and Joe. <laughs>
2: well, we cut that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Royston and Joe, yeah. Uh, you know, Joe's an absolute gentleman, um, you know, sharing all his experience and, and talking to Royston after and having a discussion about, you know, what worked, what didn't work, etc., etc. So, uh, like I say, Royston really is soaking up all the experience that he can offer of Joe.
1: What about what about the uh animal, Alois uh Junior? Um, how did that link up firstly come about? Um and yeah, what do you think of him as
2: a potential
1: future beast?
2: <laughs> so so a funny story, he come down the gym and sparred with Jamie TKV, um, who's actually been sparring with Joshua for the for this fight actually. Um and lawyers was just asking me some questions after like oh what did you think what about this what about that and then I mentioned a few things i oh, just kept asking questions anyway he left and I was actually in a McDonald's drive through and he rang me up I was like right I've left my coach and uh, I need to be down there training with you I was like what <laughs> he's like yeah yeah I know what I need I know what I need I need to be down there I need to be down there with you So I said, look, come to the gym, we'll have a conversation, He come down to the gym, and uh, he hasn't looked back, you know, he's a a, a, uh, fantastic student, again, end of every session, always asking, what's the key points for today? And he'll be writing it down, and, um, you know, he he will practice those, and certain drills that I give him, he'll go away and he'll practice, and um, watch the fights that I ask him to watch, or the rounds that I ask him to watch of certain fights. And uh, he's a beast, an absolute beast, so... uh, yeah, I think his name's getting getting whispered about the gyms at the minute. So uh yeah, I you know, I believe there's a big future with uh with a only nineteen as well.
1: What's he like to watch in the ring when he's sparring?
2: Everybody's like <laughs> just like I say, his names are getting whispered around the gyms. He's uh again, he's an explosive guy. He can seriously punch. Um and uh He's a developing, he's a, he's a developing, developing fighter, and again, he's a great student. So uh, I do believe he's got a big future ahead of him.
1: Pat McCormack, what's the latest with him, Ben?
2: Yeah, boxed on the next gen card in Newcastle. Brilliant performance, uh, first eight rounds. Um, Dario Socky, what a phenomenally tough guy. Um, but Pat, I've worked with some of the best pound for pound fighters in the world today. Tyson Fury, Billy Joe Saunders, Josh Taylor, Devin Haney, all up there, been in or in and amongst the pound-for-pound list. Um, I would say that Pat has the potential to be the best that I've worked with. The potential to be. If he applies himself properly and he's dedicated, um, I think taking into consideration... The point at which we've got him in his career, from the start of his career, I think how often, you know, with Devin, it's it's not a consistent year-round all the time job. I think with Pat, it's a year-round. He's always in the gym. Might have a couple of weeks off after his fight, but how consistent he can be. We can work together. I think that he has, and, and his natural ability as well, and the work that's been put on from the GB team and and Graham Rutherford as well, leading up to him turning professional, I do believe he has the potential to potentially be the best, the best of of what I'm working with, of that bunch. So, um, yeah, it's exciting times. You know, my only thing is I don't want him to be moved too quickly. Um, I think that, again, we were talking about earlier on in this interview about Tyson and Joshua and having the opportunity to practice things and certain scenarios occurring, I think it's important he gains that experience. But I think that around 15, 16 fights would be the point where we'd be looking at world titles for him. So that that that's the idea. How we get there, um, we'll take it step by step. But yeah, if he applies himself um, and he's committed and dedicated, there's a special, special career ahead of him.
1: Good to hear. Billy Joe Saunders is he making a comeback or not, Ben?
2: Um, he will do. From 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 my understanding, he will do. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. Um, he hasn't been in the gym at the moment, um, but I think he's doing. He's got a gym at uh, at his place, yeah. and I think he's doing a bit of training, ticking over. So uh, yeah, we'll see. But from my understanding, there will be a comeback. How's the weight? Um, I haven't seen him for a little while, but no, I was talking about you. Uh, <laughs> I <laughs> Mine's come down the last couple of weeks, but no doubt in the next couple of weeks it'll go back up. So, Yeah, but
1: himself, Billy?
2: Um, yeah, like I said, I haven't seen him, so I, I, I don't okay. know. I couldn't oh. tell you where his weights are.
1: Huge fight, May 20th, uh, for all the belts. Undisputed. Devin Haney v. Russell Lomachenko. How does this go, Ben?
2: I don't want to say too much. Obviously, we still do bits of work with Devin remotely, so um, I don't want to say too much on it, but uh, yeah, you know, I believed it. Lomachenko's still a phenomenal fighter, and there's no he, unbelievable fighter, but I do believe that devin's got the got the know how and the capabilities to to be victorious in that fight. I think that it's important that he's very disciplined in in his approach to the fight. I think that's key, very disciplined in his approach to the fight. don't think there's much room for error in the fight um one that I'm confident that, that it'll be victorious in.
1: Look forward to it on May twentieth in Las Vegas. Okay, Ben Davison, thank you very much for your time. Uh, best of luck with Fabio Wardley tonight and I'm sure we'll speak soon.
2: Thank you. No worries mate.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.